pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You know when you know that what you're going to talk about is going to be sounding a bit wanky? I mean, it's all these podcasts, to be fair. To be fair... Um, fellas, fellas, he says, adjusting his chair and grabbing a coffee. Uh, today, the, the name, the name of the game is just start, just start, forehead. Like me, this podcast, just start, stop stalling, just start. Um, stop stalling, mate, just start. Yeah, okay. Today, we're going to just be talking about a few different things. Uh, talking about learning by doing, we're talking about... Tarzan, apparently, we're also talking about perfectionism, very slightly talking about perfectionism. I'm not going to drag on about it too long, because uh, I feel it's a bit of a cliche at this point. Uh, we're also going to be talking about knowing your own potential, overthinking, and, you know, just, just it's about just starting. It's about just starting the work and not putting it off. So let's just start, shall we? <laughs> I, think, I think the biggest thing to take away in life is you learn quickest by doing, right? The quickest way to learn something is to do it. There's only so much you can learn by studying. There's only so much you can learn by reading and researching. The quickest way to learn kind of anything is just to start and just do it, right? Especially when it comes to creative stuff. The quickest way to learn how to do creative stuff is just by starting. Right, it's like um, if you're making a video, I'm always gonna bring it back to making videos because that's what I do. If you're gonna make a video, you're gonna learn a lot more by making like 10 videos than one good video, right? You're gonna learn a lot more by doing 10 little things uh, rather than just taking your time and really trying to crack down and do one good thing is always my outlook on it. I feel like the, as soon as you start and start making things, you can iterate. I think that's the key takeaway is like iteration is the key for learning. You do a thing, you make a mistake, you learn from a mistake, you improve. Um, it's just like doing brain surgery, guys. Exactly. You might butcher the first one, but by the 10th one, you'll have it, you'll have it nailed, right? You'll have it absolutely nailed. Um, so don't, don't volunteer to be numbers one through nine on the operating table, just be number 10 and you'll be, you'll be grand. You'll be absolutely grand. So like recently I set myself that project of making short form content. I'm, I'm not a fan of short form content, but I wanted to learn how to make good vertical content basically. And had I basically just made them all in one bulk, had I just filmed all the footage and then waited to have all the footage before just going, bam, okay, I'm going to edit all this. 
like I wouldn't have got as good as I did had I done the system I made. That I felt like I stumbled over that. Um, so basically, what I did, I I made a short, I posted, and then I had time to reflect. Essentially, I made a thing, put it out into the world, and then you can look back on it and then improve it. And I feel like it's a lot easier to analyze something once it's, quote, finished, as it were, out there, finished, than it is to kind of tinker on it for a long time and perfect it. I feel like once once you finish something, basically, once it's published, once you say to yourself, it's done, it's it's easier to sort of look back at it from a critical standpoint and really think about what was wrong with this and then what can I improve for the next one rather than going, what can I tweak here and there? I think it's easy to have like bigger takeaways from a project when you say it's done rather than continuously working on something and then constant improvements. It's, it's easier to go, done, okay, what can I learn for the next one? And then apply from the start. It feels like kind of easier to learn from a mistake and improve on the next one rather than trying to constantly stagger over and constantly tinker on something, right? That's how I see it anyway. I think it's easier and better to iterate and get better over time rather than just spending so much time on trying to do one thing really, really, really good. Um, Tinker? I hardly know her. Oh, fuck's sake. Awful. Awful. Um, Essentially, I see a lot of things through, like, the analogy of, like, Tarzan swinging through a jungle. I don't know why this is such, like, a key image in my head of... I don't know. I I feel this is just a cliche. A cliche analogy of you're a Tarzan, a single Tarzan. You're a single Tarzan out here looking for a date. Um, No, you're a man or a woman or a monkey or whatever. You're swinging through the jungle. You're you're Tarzan swinging through the jungle from vine to vine, right? And when you swing from one vine to the next, you have awareness of where you are, right? And you you understand where your position is in the jungle. (laughs) I think it's probably better to take 10 little little swings from branch to branch than it is to take one massive swing to travel the same distance because it's it's less risky right say you have an end goal or you think you have an end goal it's easier better and safer to take 10 little small swings towards that goal going okay i'm going this way i'm going that way because these these little what are they called ivies what's what's the thing What's the thing you swing on? Vines. That's what they're called. Each vine will kind of take you slightly off from where you expected to go, right? Each time you swing, you're off a little bit, not quite exactly where you thought you were going to be. So if you're taking 10 small little swings, you can adjust your path and get to your intended destination. However, if you take one big swing on a vine, you're going to have a big old swing and a miss window of expectation as to where you end up. So it's going to be a higher chance that you're going to miss where you expected to land after one massive swing compared to one big swing, right? And it's sort of like you can adjust your path. If you're taking smaller steps, it's easier to learn and adjust as you're progressing to an end goal. I feel that analogy is overused for literally everything. But hey... Apparently, I'm using it now. I'm I'm becoming a cliche with this fucking podcast, man. 
<laughs> oh dear. I guess it's kind of like what I've also kind of been touching on. What what kind of is coming to brain through all what I've been chatting is perfectionism, right? And everyone everyone sees themselves as a perfectionist, right? No one's going to say, "Oh no, me, I don't like things to be good." Everyone has a little bit of perfectionism within themselves. And everyone's familiar with the phrase, um, perfection is the enemy of good. It's a classic. It's a classic that everyone is familiar with. Um, I think I think the alteration of it that I like is done is better than perfect. I, I like the idea of just done. done is better than perfect, you know? Rather than perfection is the enemy of good. Perfection of the enemy is good is just a bit too wanky. Fe- feels a bit too pretentious. I just like the idea done is better than perfect. I like the idea of just get it done. It's better than perfecting it, right? Otherwise, you, you kind of, you're stuck. If you're trying to perfect something, you get stuck. Because there's always something you can tweak, right? There's always something you can adjust. There's always something to make something better. You know? It's, uh, it's, it's silly. When, when you kind of look at anything, there's always something you can improve, right? Always. Every film you see, there's always going to be one shot that could have been improved slightly. There's always a little bit of audio that could be tweaked to sound better. There's always something you can add. There's always something you can adjust. And so if you get hung up on the idea of perfecting stuff, nothing ever gets done. So, so done is better than perfect. It's better to just get something out there than it is to sit on it and work on it forever. It's just better to get it done. But I feel this is probably something other people have talked about a lot. I I feel this is a very well-covered topic. So I I don't want to stay too long on on perfectionism because it's just, it's not, it's not that inspiring. I feel everyone's kind of covered it already. I feel if you like go on YouTube, you just type in perfectionism perfectionist or just perfection and you'll have like 10,000 vlogs of people telling you that gear doesn't matter and done is better than perfect. You're going to have a, ironically, I realized that I've got a topic about gear coming up. Um, That's ironic. (laughs) Gear doesn't matter. Oh God, I'm becoming a walking cliche. Anyway, then the other thing that kind of makes people hesitant to start because this whole this this topic's about just starting and and why do people hesitate to start things and it's people often get sort of caught up on trying to visualize the whole the whole path as it were you know they they think of something they have an idea and then people kind of get hung up on what's this going to look like in 10 years time is quite often what people get hung up on they're trying to think of like a full plan for their initial idea right say someone wants to start a youtube channel or something like that they go oh i kind of want to make a video i think it'll be fun to make a video but what what am i doing 10 years from now what how am i going to evolve my content or if i start this one video i could adopt it into this kind of format and when i develop that format then i could branch out into new forms of content and then potentially i'll collaborate with this person and rope in more of this point of view and then i could adopt that into a different format and then adjust you're overthinking it you're thinking the first step is all you need to think about 
Whenever you're starting something, you only had to think of step one. Just just start. The, the starting part. You don't need to think what's going to happen in 10 years time or down the line of where it's going to go because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? Because as soon as you take one step, your whole perspective on the, the whole journey will change, right? As soon as you start moving, you're going to be learning and adjusting and seeing how how different things will be. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of an analogy. I'm trying to think of an analogy or like a, or a relevant story for this. Um, I guess it, it's kind of like just my life. I guess it is kind of like my life in general. I, I think that's essentially it. It's like I quit uni. But I quit uni. I finished uni. And then I wanted to get into online media. I didn't really know what I wanted to be doing. But kind of knew a vague path, right? I knew a vague direction. And that's good enough. I didn't have an end goal. I just took the first step each time. You know, I took the first step into getting a job. And I took the first step in doing lots of different things. And I've never overthought what's this going to look like down the line. I kind of just start things. If I'm thinking of something, I will just start it. I'm not I'm not thinking how's this gonna how's this gonna look down the line. I'm just starting stuff to see how it feels. So I, I start live streaming just to see how live streaming feels. And I, I I learn that some live streaming is good, some live streaming isn't for me. Um I learn about I just start I make a video and I learn what kind of formats of video I like to make. I'm not like going Oh, well, I, okay, I want to do, I want to make a video. Oh, but I need to think about what kind of video I want to make. And I need to think about what kind of style of video I want to make. And how can I make my channel suit this format? I'll just make a thing and then see what, see what happens, right? Um, like last year when I went independent and I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I still don't know my end goal really. Um, but especially last year where I was kind of just experimenting, where I had a lot of different ideas. I was like, oh, maybe I'd enjoy doing kind of challenge-based videos where I set myself a monthly challenge and then make a video about the challenge. This was like video game kind of challenge, like learning to speedrun Super Mario or playing a bunch of 2D platforming games. And it'd be like a monthly challenge I set myself. I thought, oh, that's a fun idea. That could work as like a general concept for a channel. And I'm not, I'm not going, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to plan out 10 different things, 10 different videos, right? I just start the first one. The first idea I have, I can't remember which one we around it was. I think it was the 2D platform one. I just do it. I go, okay, that was actually kind of fun. And then I do the next one. I'm not overthinking it. I'm just starting. And I, I think that that's kind of what you just need to do. You just need to start things to figure out whether it's actually the right thing to do or not. And I think a lot of people get hung up on trying to plan out and visualize the whole journey when you when you start the journey you, you'll learn whether it's actually the right path for you or not i think the other thing that kind of makes people hesitant to start is people kind of underestimate their own ability to do stuff right i think you don't really know what you're capable of until you give it a crack Right, even if it's something new, if it's something completely new, you might be a bit too scared to try it because you go, oh, "I'm gonna suck. I've not done this before. I'm gonna suck, so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna start. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna have a go because I've not done it before. I'm gonna be bad, right? 
and people often just get scared because they, they just go, oh, no, well, I've not done this. So it's, I'm probably going to be bad at it and not going to do it. And they kind of lack the courage to just, just do it anyway. Just start. <laughs> I have a recent example of this one. Luckily, I was doing some freelance work. And part of this project was like, oh, it would be good if we could or maybe get some pixel art and do a little pixel animation for this for this thing. And I thought, oh, okay. I just turned it around within a day sort of thing. I made this little pixel animation. I've never done pixel art before, but I had a go, you know? It wasn't a massively complex piece. It was kind of just like animating a pixel character. Not done it before, just had a crack. It was okay. It wasn't the best. It wasn't terrible, but I had a go. Client loved it, is the thing. The client, the client really liked it. Surprise to me. But it's also like... So before I'd even like like finalized it they were like the kind of message going oh we could we can reach out to a pixel artist and, and hire a pixel artist if you want and i was like oh i've made this quickly and they're like oh that's actually perfect and i didn't have to reach out to someone specialized because I, I just had i had a go and it was it was it worked you know if i was hesitant in trying they would have had to reach out to someone else if i wasn't like confident in failing i think is the thing I'm confident enough to give something a go and fail at it and be okay with failing. I'm completely fine with trying something and failing it. And like, I don't think that's an embarrassing thing to do. But because I gave it a go and I wasn't scared of failing, it turned out okay. I didn't know I, didn't know I was capable of doing a little pixel animation, but apparently I am. I would never would have known if I hadn't just, just given it a go, given it a crack. I hate failing things if I try. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with failing? Failing's great. Failing's good. I fail at everything, man. Literally everything I do, I fail at. I'm I'm bad. I'm bad at most things, but I give it a go. It's better to give things a go than than not. I think it's just because I failed enough that I'm confident enough to fail. It's <laughs> essentially it. If you don't fail, you don't learn. Is the thing. Like every time you fail at something, you learn from it. So it's important to fail. Like if you've never failed at anything, you've never learned anything. It's not failing if it's a new experience and learning. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Like this whole past year, I've failed a lot. I've tried a lot of new things and a lot of the stuff I've tried hasn't worked. I've, yeah, I've tried so many different things. So many different things. None of it's really worked, okay? I've tried making videos. I've tried doing live streams. I've tried thousands of different things over the past year. I've tried countless stuff. And I failed at most of them. Honestly, like nine out of 10 things I've, I've failed. But I've learned a lot. I've, le I've learned so much from failing. And I've learned like what things do work, what things don't work and what things I enjoy. And that's really important. If I hadn't tried and failed, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the knowledge to be where I am now. In the, in, I wouldn't be in the position to continue, <laughs> continue failing that I am in now. Um, what have I learned? What have I done and failed recently then? What have I done and failed? Like going, going back to when I wanted to do monthly challenge kind of videos. Those were a failure in my mind because I, I didn't really vibe with them. They weren't really my thing. Like I tried them. I did them. They were fine videos, but in my mind, it, it, it kind of failed, right? I didn't continue doing them. It was a failure. I've, I've done like many, many a live stream on here, tried different formats and I've, I've learned that I didn't like them. It's a failure. I've learned something new. It's a failure. What else has failed? Fucking merch. I tried doing merch as a as a bit, right? I think this is probably one of my biggest one of my learning 
takeaways is, is de- designing merch. You don't sell merch <laughs> as as a creator. Merch doesn't really sell. If you're selling like t-shirts and shit, it doesn't really sell. So that failed. But I learned from it, right? I learned that people don't really need to buy more fucking t-shirts and hoodies. And from that, I'm like, okay, what? well, what else could I twist to? And it made me adjust my sort of perspective. And I'm thinking digital stuff, right? I'm selling LUTs and digital stuff. And I'm like, that's the kind of useful stuff. I failed at selling t-shirts. I, I failed at doing merch this way. My merch now is digital products and they pog off. I do so many more sales now that I failed from doing something. Now I tried something and failed and then I learned and adjusted. And I do better now because I failed. And I think that's probably one of my biggest failures and adjusts that I've I've probably learned over the past year is doing like <laughs> doing clothing merch is just not a thing you should do. I think one of the main hangups a lot of people get around starting stuff is again on the overthinking, but it's overthinking like the technical stuff. Overthinking the technicalities and logistics. Like I wanna film a thing, but I don't have this specific camera. Uh, you know, I want to I want to film this, but I don't have that. And I, that's silly. It's silly. I, I get that people want things to be as good as they can be, where they have an understanding of, well, if I want to film this, I want a good camera so it looks good. But I feel it's kind of, it's a bad mindset to be in. I think people should really be thinking about when they're producing stuff, it's should be like, how can I optimize my current stuff? Like, how can I optimize what I have? not why is my stuff not optimized, right? It's kind of what it is. It should, you should be thinking about how can I min-max my current stuff rather than how is my current stuff not maxed? <laughs> it's, it's essentially it. I, I think for like every problem you have, there's probably a creative solution for it using less technical stuff. Like say you want to do a multi-camera shoot, but you've only got one camera. Right, you could you could shoot with a wide lens and then crop in and post. Right, um, in the past I've had shots where I want to do oh I want to do a, a wide shot, but I need like a lavalier mic. Oh, I don't have a lavalier microphone to do this wide shot and still capture my audio. I'm like, okay, well I'll use my phone. I use my phone to capture the audio and sync it in post. There's always gonna be a solution if you think hard enough. There's gonna be a solution for the problem you're having. And that's what you should be focused on, not going, oh, well, I can't do it because I don't have this this equipment. You should be going, I don't have I don't have this. This is my problem. How can I fix it with what I have? And there's always a way, right? I, I think I quite often like look back to like older films because old films, the, the equipment they had access to back then, lots of limitations, right? But they found a way. You know, they filmed Jaws with fucking big clunky cameras. They didn't need a fucking GoPro and some shit to get <laughs> shots by the water. It, it's silly. It's very silly. But yeah, I, I think people basically look at gear and stuff where they have an understanding of technical stuff and then go and use it as an excuse for not making something. Where they have a broad enough understanding around the topic to think, oh, well, I can't do this because I don't have that. And they, it's an easy cop out when really they just need to put a bit more effort in and have a little bit of a think and just just do make the thing, make do with what you have. 
I think that my last kind of point, I guess, kind of stems off what I talked about earlier with people not knowing what they're capable of when they're hesitant to go start something, right? It's quite often to kind of stop yourself doing something because you go, well, I don't know how to do this. Or like, I need to, I need to learn how to do this thing before I can start this project. Like you have an idea for a project, but you know, you don't have a skill to do it, right? So say you have an idea for a video and the video is, I want, I want to go here, film this thing. And I want to render in a giant 3d rubber duck into the scene, but I don't know how to do 3d software. So I'm not going to do my idea. This is such a, such a silly example. I, yeah, that's essentially it. It's kind of projects like that, which I normally try and like take on, to be honest. I, I think projects where you don't know what to do part of it are honestly the best projects to, to do. The last time I really cracked on with this was like, um, like uni. So for my uni coursework, I remember one of my final projects for one of the years was, it was kind of just do anything, just to have an open proposal was was the project and essentially i was like i don't know exactly what i want to do i'm just going to set myself the challenge of making a new video every week was my was my goal to myself essentially this is kind of what started me doing youtube uh was at uni i was like i'm gonna do one new video every week and in each of these videos i want to learn a new visual effect and so i basically had to find an excuse to learn a visual effect for every video and it really pushed me to learn new stuff like i, I didn't know how to do anything at all and every time I had a project, I would, I'd learn the new software or, or learn a new tool. I didn't, I didn't have like, I didn't learn the skills and then go, oh, I can do this and that with it. It's like, I have an idea. How do I make this effect work? Right? Remember one project I had in another year was I wanted to do an, an animation sort of thing. And I was like, oh, for one, one of these shots, I need to model a, a 3D spaceship. And I've done 3D. It didn't stop me doing the shot. I go, well, this is my idea. How do I execute? Okay, I need to learn this. And I just go straight to the final piece, really. Like, I, don't, I didn't do tests. I didn't go, okay, I need to learn how to do a 3D spaceship for this scene. I'm going to learn Cinema 4D. I'm going to make a donut. And then I'm going to learn how to do this. I'm going to learn how to do that. I just went, okay, this is my idea. How do I execute? Straight, from, just straight away. I learned how to do exactly what I need to do the exact task and I feel that's the easiest way to learn stuff basically I think that's the most fun way to learn is just just by starting just by starting and getting on with it have an idea and then just think how, how can I do it anyway I guess I guess this podcast is kind of an example of the whole thing right of just starting I don't I don't know whether I'm going to keep doing this long term I've not got like a 10-year plan for this I haven't got like a, an end goal for the for the podcast I just kind of started it I thought maybe it could be a thing, so I just started doing it. I've committed myself mentally to do a year of this. But after that, we'll see. We'll see, but it's another case of just starting, and I'm learning a lot as I'm going, right? I'm learning it's hard. I'm learning learn about how to structure stuff. I learn about how to write. I'm not that really learning about editing because it's just cutting down audio. But it's a learning experience as I'm going. But yeah, I guess that does it for today. Thank, thanks for listening. I'll, I'll catch you next time. Bye.